of these things that would have then been on his record, like jail time would have been on your record. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so, Matt, that's when you were like, heck no, I will not take this deal because I did not do this. Like I did yeah. there. Mm. I, <laughs> and so you had that deal. And then you said, I will go to a court with a full jury. Yeah. And that's, that's when they got really scared. Yeah. Nobody wanted to be on the stand. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> I was what? just thinking right before we hit this and we were asking if we were ready. Like, this just seems so normal and natural now. And I kind of love it that this is when we sit down and connect and chat. Oh. <laughs> this just, is our, that's our weekly chat. Our weekly chat. It was mm-hmm. just making me happy. Oh, so, no. She's going to start to cry again. I'm not going to start crying. Okay. I was up in my defense basically from 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. Penny was mostly up from midnight to 7 a.m. That was a nice picture you posted. Yeah. <laughs> the two of you with crazy eyes, both of you at midnight. Yeah. It was... Uh, Penny. Yeah. So if I do cry, I'm, I might be a little tired. It hasn't really hit yet, but it's okay. going to. All right, Steve. Steve's- I'm smiling at this review right now. <laughs> Steve's reading a review I'm about to, to read a review that I haven't seen until now, but are we ready for it? Yeah, yeah. go for it. This is from Three Crazy Boys and Mom. I don't really have a voice today. I'm not sure why. You haven't talked to anybody yet. <laughs> when I walked in the door and started talking, Matt said, are you sick? And I said, no, I just haven't spoken today. <laughs> These are my first words. <laughs> it's not really that early, but. No, it's not. It's almost noon. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been home by myself. So why would I have spoken? It's been a lazy Sunday morning. So this says, this review is, can we be friends? And I just liked it. It says this, period. Seriously, I just can't. I followed Jessica for a bit on Instagram and knew I had to tune into the Husband-in-Law podcast and happened to start in the drama that was Matt's ex. Yikes. LOL. Which immediately followed with binge listening to the majority of the episodes. Thank you, Matt, Steve, and Jessica for laying it all out there, being vulnerable, willing to laugh at yourselves and share a life that some may not consider normal. Thank you all for giving me hope that one day co-parenting will work and can exist can't wait to hear more it's awesome, awesome. yeah thank you this period this <laughs> yeah it's awesome i was thinking the other day how much i love different things like that that trend now with mm-hmm. with social media and whatever and some of it gets a little overdone but then it always switches to something new and i kind of love it like this period like you know what she means mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so from my perspective I'm going to just share with all of our listeners who have shared reviews with us. Like that is huge for me and helps me honestly with the relationship that I have with my children. And the reason why I bring this up is because just last night when I was going through my son's phone, I noticed that he has our podcast. The only podcast that he listens to is us, which I have some mixed feelings about that, but Mm -hmm. 
at the same time, it gave me the opportunity to step back and really think, okay, has there been anything on our podcast that we have shared that has been detrimental to the relationship of my child with me? And I, I can honestly answer that and say, no, not at all. Like this is us putting out and being vulnerable to all of the listeners, to everybody, and basically sharing the story with our legacy of <laughs> what yeah. we've been through. And one of the things that I thought about was it is so awesome for him to potentially hear all of these great reviews from people from all over the world saying, hey, this is an amazing podcast and this is amazing. And this is an amazing story and an amazing family. And- exactly. Mm. And so thank you so much to all our listeners who have given a review because that truly shows like to my children that this is a good thing that we're doing. So. Well, and I think too, it shows, yeah, it lets them know why we're doing it. Like this is why we're not, we're just trying to help people. Steve, I kind of saw your face blank out a little bit when you said, (laughs) when I said that Hank listens to our, our podcast. Well, my entire podcast flashed before my eyes. <laughs> I, and that's why I, I just was running back through it thinking, oh, man, Hank listens to this. Like, you know what I thought? Just trying to think of what things would. When Matt said that is I thought about our last episode we recorded. Yeah, that's what I thought about. <laughs> I was like, Matt, we talked a lot about my boner. <laughs> oh, geez. He's going to think that's hilarious when he listens uh, to it. Got it. And he's, I didn't even think about that. He's but old enough and knows those really things that it's like. But Jessica, it is. your steps, your teenage stepson yeah. will be hearing about your wedding night with your ex-husband. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Are you okay with Hank listening to the podcast? Here's the thing. Like, if it was fully my decision, I would say probably not. Give it a couple years. Let's give it a couple years. And as he matures and starts going through some of his own relationships, um, I think that it would be a great opportunity for him to learn. But right now, I don't think it's the best time for him to listen. Mm -hmm. But again, I can only control what I can control. Like, I don't think that when he's during the weeks that he's with us, like he's sitting there listening to the the episodes. I think that it's more of, a discussion between him and his mother at this point. And who knows what that discussion's like. Because she's the one who introduced him to it, right? I mean, yeah. at some right. point, yeah. she sat both of them down and played an episode for him, right? Right. And that's interesting because we get asked fairly often, or at least I get asked fairly often, if she listens. And Of course she does. I, like, <laughs> we don't know how much she listens or what she listens to, but... She has contacted us about it a couple times. Yeah. So we do know she's listening. So just to answer that question, I know a lot of you think it and are wondering. Yeah. That's all we know. And now we know that Hank's listening. Yeah, and so, so Penny Hank, doesn't listen. Jessica just and I decided <laughs> no, that no, Penny does not get to listen. <laughs> no, we'll decide she's only it. 11. Yeah. But... Uh, we'll decide at what age that's appropriate for her. But... I was just going to say, so Hank, as you're listening to this, like, just know that I love you. Yep. It's... <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that reminded me. What of. about Sarah? I don't um, know. On her phone. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't find it on her phone. So yeah, Penny's listened to little blurbs here and there. Like, because I used to always, whenever we recorded, I would then listen to the whole thing and make edits and whatever. 
I haven't done that in a long time now. We just record and send, but <laughs> but Penny's listened to a few of those as I was editing. Even the editing you did was like very minimal, though. It was. We it was, throw it that was mostly, in there. It was mostly just, I want to listen to this and make sure I'm okay with all of this being yeah, yeah. out there. And almost always I was. Right. We've dropped just a couple of things. But mostly I, this is really, just 100%. Yeah. It used to really stress me out. I like, I would listen, like, yeah, I'd go back and forth on whether or not I was comfortable with stuff. But now we just record and send and oh well. Yeah. Don't make fun of that face I just made. That's one of my <laughs> so. favorite Steve faces. You can't see it, but <laughs> again, bottom line is this. If any of you like want to leave us reviews, I think honestly, this will full heartedly help our relationships yeah. with our children in the future of for them to go through and read all of these reviews and know that, hey, our parents are doing good things. So Anyways. And that you can make a difference by sharing things sharing your with other story. people. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. Learning so. from your mistakes and owning up to them and yeah. What mistakes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days when Penny listens to this, can you imagine like how cool will it be to like I wish my parents had done a podcast. Oh that yeah! When I yeah. turned eighteen, I got to go back and listen to their perspective on my entire childhood <laughs> like, and their whole story. Like oh, really hearing yeah. your parents' story, right? And, yeah, because be that's cool. a pretty rare thing, don't you think? Or, like I think especially... not very many people get to hear their parents' true struggles and challenges. Maybe yeah. like way later in life, and you're blown away. Like, oh my gosh, I had no idea my parents went through that. <laughs> yeah. Like, so now I'm going through my head. How can I make my parents do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but even like having your parents sit down and record what they've been through. Like my grandparents wrote a book all about their life, which Penny loves. She loves that book. I'm sure. And I was like, that is kind of cool, even taking that another generation of what our grandkids will be able, like they'll be able to go listen to this and be like, these are my grandparents? Like, that's got to be a weird thing to kind of listen to and make your grandparents more human, right? My grandpa-in-law, like, talked about boners. <laughs> 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 but truly, that's just, it's, it's funny to think hey, about, wait. right? Who are you quoting there? Grandpa-in-law. Does that mean I will have grandkids-in-law? I guess is who you're quoting. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is... Why can't I even picture Penny's, who that would be? Penny's grandkids. Penny's kids' spouses? I don't know, but Penny's kids. <laughs> that's just messing with you. It's funny to think I want to be in grandpa, a grandpa-in-law someday. We will all be grandparents to Penny's kids, hey, which is funny. I've had this thought the other day, though. Like, what if Penny decides not to have kids? Well, as of right now, she's pretty I know. on it. But yeah, she already has names picked out and everything. Well, we'll, one, one we'll of which, deal with that when it happens. One of which I think happens. this is so cute. I don't know if this is still her plan, but she said, Daddy, if I have a boy, I'm going to name him Timmy after you. Timmy? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Timmy. When I was a kid, I told her this forever ago, that when I was a kid, I wanted my mom to call me Timmy. But <laughs> 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 that's what I wanted my name well, to be. Well, everybody, yeah. please start calling Steve Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I'm going to name him Timmy Especially after Steve's you. Especially <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, hopefully the next phone call you get from your mom, she goes, hey, Timmy. <laughs> so funny. We used to, like when all my siblings were at school, so I would have been, you know, pre-kindergarten age. And, uh, but I would always pretend that she was my grandma and that I was visiting and that my name was Timmy. So. <laughs> that your mom was your grandma? Yeah. That's, you know, she'd just be like doing whatever, washing dishes and, but I'd just be playing like, I was visiting grandma. 
so cute. <laughs> That's a compliment. I wonder if she remembers that. If you like can think of your mom as your grandma, because grandma's like the best, right? Your mom still has to discipline you, but grandma doesn't. Maybe that's why Steve was wanting to play like me, because she was disciplining him too much. To my recollection, she wasn't really like very involved in the game. Just probably every once in a while would just turn her head and be like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, like. Like moms do. While I'm just in my own little world. Timmy world. How do we get on this topic? Oh, if Penny has grandkids or not. Last night, as Penny was uh, crying and stuff because she was in pain and she kept waking me up, which I went and slept on the couch so that she didn't keep waking Matt up. I didn't really sleep much, but I was out there. I slept like a rock. Good. So she came out and one of the times I'm in there laying in her bed with her, she goes, she's crying. She's like, I'm sorry. I keep waking you up. And I said, Penny, (laughs) I'm not mad at you like this is what i signed up for when i decided to be a mom like this is part of the process and i was just thinking to myself first of all i never wanted to feel bad for that because that is what i'm here for and then secondly i was thinking it's only going to be a few more years that i get these experiences Mm. that i get these moments in the middle of the night with penny (laughs) and while yes it's it's not fun but last night was actually really sweet, and I was just glad that I could be there with her. And yeah, so Jessica, and- <laughs> Jessica sleeps with earplugs in because she says that I snore, um, but I don't believe that. <laughs> so it's every time that Penny comes in our room, like I have to hit Jessica, like saying, "Hey, Matt's saying me to wake me up. <laughs> Penny's in here." Um, anyways, so that's why I. Went- well, and that's the that's the thought I had this morning. It's like, okay, well, why couldn't I just get up with her and. It's it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure she wants her mommy. Exactly. And well, and I've asked her, I was like, Penny, what do you need? I just need my mom. <laughs> okay. So I'll I'll hit Jessica and be like, all right, wait, like, time what? to wake up. Yeah, it's it's a full on like startle. <laughs> anyway. And sick penny is the cutest, she sweetest, is very sweet. most tender little penny. I just yeah. she gets so cuddly. <laughs> cuddly and sweet. And she's just grateful for everything. Yeah. <laughs> she like, really is. Oh, it's so grateful. Like she yeah. came out with Thank a bowl you. of puke Thank last you. night. And she's like, thanks, mommy. Because <laughs> I was cleaning out the bowl and taking it back into her. And I yeah. was like, you're welcome, kiddo. Like, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Matt can't handle puke. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. On that note, I'm grateful so to be doing? a mom. Picking up up Matt's story again? Yes. I think we're actually going to end this thing for you guys today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to share how it it ends and what the repercussions are and how we move forward. Where did we leave off in that? Well, we talked about the psyche vows that they did on the kids. And that was one of the big moments in all of Mm -hmm. this. There were several, I want to say, court cases, like small court hearings along the way. We talked about a couple of them, but... And then when it was coming towards the end, you should probably tell this. I don't know all the details of like how it all ended, really. I mean, I know, but. Yeah, basically, my attorney called me and said, hey, let's let's meet on a few things because I've heard from the prosecuting attorney, the state prosecutor that of, of this, this and this. And they well, one. 
they don't necessarily want to go to trial for this. And they're willing to, are you willing to do a deal with a potential lesser charge, but you still have to plead guilty with something, right? And so... And um, what was your initial response to that? My initial response was, no, like yeah. I, I didn't do anything wrong and I don't want to admit any like that I did anything wrong because I know full heartedly that I didn't do a damn thing. And so I really struggle with doing a deal of admitting any guilt to anything. Right. And my attorney's like, well, slow down, slow down. Like, let's let me finish. <laughs> let's get to the bottom. Let's of this. get to the bottom because here's the thing. The prosecuting attorney, she said, from what I'm gathering from the information from the prosecuting attorney is that he really doesn't want this to go to trial. And so here's what that means. They are willing to do a deal with you that it is, it, we drop it down to a misdemeanor and it is a disturbing the peace misdemeanor. And she said, the reason why I would encourage you to go with this is because she's like, let me ask you again. Did you yell? Or did you raise your voice? I'm like, yes, I yelled and raised my voice. She said, okay, that's disturbing the peace. And take that deal because it will drop it down from a felony to now a misdemeanor with zero jail time, zero, um, yeah, anyways. But before this, they came with a deal. They came with you to you with a different deal before this deal. I don't remember that deal. You don't? No. It's a lot it's, of deals. It's oh, probably, man. It's probably been blocked out of my mind. Okay, well, I do. So they came at you because you heard this from your attorney saying, hey, they don't want to go to, to trial and doesn't want to be in front of a jury. Oh, yeah. And now we were saying, so she, <laughs> so the option was, so they've offered you this deal. This is the deal. And it was, it was still time funny. served. Yeah. It was two or three years of probation. Yeah. You had to go to parenting classes for like a year. See how the human mind works? Like, like I totally blotted this out. Wasn't there mm. like anger management anger or something management classes for yep. like a year? And all of these things that would have then been on his record, like jail time would have been on your record. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so Matt, that's when you were like, heck no. I will not take this deal because I did not do this. Like I did yeah. there. Mm. I, <laughs> and so you had that deal. And then you said, I will go to a court with a full jury. Yeah. And that's, that's when they got really scared. Yeah. Nobody wanted to be on the stand. <laughs> and so then she came back and she brought this one up. And I swear, I swear you and I disagree on this, but I swear it got dropped to a noise ordinance violation and you paid $150 and it was done. No, it's a misdemeanor. It's a disturbing the peace misdemeanor. Because I, I swear it was just a noise ordinance violation. Well, that is a noise ordinance violation. So that's disturbing, disturbing the peace. peace and yeah. noise I ordinance violation. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing is I just thought it was something different and it's not. Yeah. But it was an interesting process to get there. It wasn't like this one, Deal. here's what they're yeah. offering you. And that's the thing. And, and thinking back on this, it's like I went from the original deal was... <laughs> they wanted to basically try and throw me in jail and get, get my kids away from me for indefinitely. Like, anyways. So that was a heck no. But it went through this process. I remember that was 
exciting to know that we knew they didn't want to go to court. And therefore, we had some power at that point right. because we were willing to go to court. Like you right. were willing to get on the stand. Oh, absolutely. And be in front of a jury because you knew you were innocent. And, and knowing that the other side of this wasn't willing to do that gave us some power. So you accept it. Power is the right word. I don't think power is the right word. Leverage? What? I don't know. It's leverage in in making sure that you get the deal that you want. Yeah. What were you asking? That you accepted the the deal they offered for the misdemeanor noise. Yeah. Which was literally a fine. We paid a fine, and that was it. But again, the conversation with my attorney was hey, are you willing to have even this misdemeanor on your record? Because it's going to be on your record. So if you go find a new job. Yeah, and I was like, it'll show up. I don't care. Like, I guess where I find peace with myself is that did I raise my voice? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I'm going to pay a fine of $150 because I yelled, let's do it. Yeah. And it's a misdemeanor, whatever. Be done with it. So that's, that's how that ended. So there was some other stuff that came out of this too, as far as the custody agreement. And how that looks now. So in that pick up and drop off. Yeah. So this is when we say that that was the end of that. Like that was the end of the criminal. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Court. Trial. I can't Trial. think of it right now. Yeah. The, the criminal. Investigation. <laughs> charges. Okay. <laughs> criminal charges. <laughs> We'll just keep throwing things <laughs> <Yeah>. out here. <laughs> but there was still the family court. Side but there's still the family court side of things that so when the criminal charges were done, it's like there's now no leverage for Anne in regards to trying to figure out custody. Custody. And uh, anyways. But there have been things that have put in place in that that stemmed from the criminal charges that now have some very strict boundaries that we've enforced. So you did a drop-off right before we recorded today. Where was that one done at? Uh, at the church. Okay. So you guys are currently doing church for drop-off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, ever since then, it has stayed as much as possible at the church. There's yep. occasional times it's different, but... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Convenient. It's right up the block. Yeah. Yeah, it's convenient. For sure. Um, and like when we have church, the kids just go into the church building when they get dropped off. And then when they get picked up, they just walk out of the church and go to the other parents' cars. Yeah, as of right now, though, COVID has kind of thrown a wrench into this whole thing. Anyways, and that's a totally different episode, different story of how that that was changed (laughs) and how that was handled. But in general, it's, it's really set up a lot of boundaries that, you know, at one point in my life, I felt like, oh, I just couldn't imagine living that way. Like having pick up and drop off for my kid or my kids at a certain location because, you know, whatever. And now I see the value in that. Like it's so important that we have that in place for your kids. Cause we were talking about last week how it sets stability. This, its stability. Like they know mm-hmm. what to expect, right. they know it's going to happen. And that's so important. So instead of trying to make things work, but not knowing if the situation is going to be good yeah. or explosive, they know that it's going to be okay. And instead of being embarrassed of, oh, this is how we have to do it, it's like, just take a step back and understand like, hey, this is, this is way better for the kids. Way better. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I've let all of my church leaders know that, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. 
So if you see a transaction happening, yeah, <laughs> this is what's going on. Yeah. Like, and so everybody at church knows for the most part that anybody who's close to us, yeah, okay, this is the transition of of the yeah. kids. And hmm. anyways, yeah, no, I think it was a good thing that came out of this for us and for the kids of just this consistency of knowing what to expect yes. and realizing for us that it was okay. I think your attorney really, not your family law attorney, the criminal attorney, really made us feel like this was okay. Like, I think she was very influential in making me realize that it was okay to set boundaries and to step back oh, and yeah. to allow these things. She really had an impact on me personally, and I think on you as well. Right. Yeah. So when did all all of it get finalized, like done and February. taken care of? And- That's all I remember. It's sometime in February of whatever year that was. <laughs> Which was what year? Five years ago? Yeah. 2015? Oh, no, I think it was the next year, 2016, 2016. that everything was finalized. It started in 2015. So it was finalized. And I remember that day when everything was done. Yeah. So going back to the custody agreement, like some of the things, because we ended up going to a mediator Mm -hmm. in, you know, this was, this was... Sorry, I can't think right now. Like It was all around the same time. Are you trying to come up with a timeline or what? No, I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> My family law attorney encouraged me to uh-huh. go to a mediator yeah. with her and get this all sorted out. And that's a whole, that was a whole other experience as well. Like yeah. within the mediation, like it was great for us to go through this mediation because I now had another attorney slash mediator in front of us and we were hashing things out saying, you know, this is, this was our old custody agreement. And now here is what could work for our new one. And it was, it was a good process. And going through the old one, you know, I think Anne came to some realizations of, oh, okay, like there's been definitely some give and take. Yeah. And anyways, cause I remember in our old one where it was stated in there that no, the kids couldn't be around anybody who, who drinks alcohol. And the mediator looked at me and is like, like, are you still good with this, having this in there? And I'm like, I, honestly, I know that Anne and her, anyways, it was just, a, it was an interesting experience to watch the mediator discuss with Anne of what she was comfortable with again. Yeah. But coming out of it, we had a custody agreement that basically stated, hey, here's how many days we can ask for on the other parent's time. Here is, you know, the the times where the, it's very clear. It's very, very, very clear. clear. And my attorney, after he looked at it, he's like, look, now going forward, you have to follow this to a T. Yeah. Or you're going to start getting walked all over again. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I remember that when that was all, like everything was finalized and just feeling like this huge relief and a little trrepidation of is this really done because we'd been in it for so long that it's like okay is how long really? was it beginning to end so this started in like august september i think it was august it was august of 2015 and then it ended in february so, so it wasn't seven like months. yeah Six seven it felt like forever yeah <laughs> cuz it was i mean it's cuz it's so emotional and taxing on you to go through that one well, every other and the, week the unknown of how yeah. it's going to turn out and what's yeah. this going to make the rest of our lives look like. Yeah. Uh-huh. And every other week, week with my kids, I knew that there was just going to be something else like that we had to deal with and talk you know, about and 
or try to not talk about. So did things get easier after that point? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We went out to dinner that night with the kids. Once everything was done. Once everything was done, we took them out to a nice restaurant. What celebrated. Restaurant? Bonefish. Yeah. Not like super fancy. They're all little kids. But <laughs> sometimes when I'm not talking, I lean on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just motioned for him to stop. Yeah, I'm like, what are you trouble. doing? <laughs> trouble by the teacher. It's like when I used to play with the cord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember having a discussion with the kids and trying to help them understand how much, like, why we were celebrating because we were happy to not have to deal with the court case anymore, yep. that it had been settled and that it came out that you hadn't done those things except yelled. Mm-hmm. And we also told them how much it had cost us. And we put it, I remember putting it in terms of something that they oh. knew they could understand of how much that would cost. And it was going to see my brother. We said, I, I we remember that. Could have taken all of us on a trip to Germany. To, and it was, I Wherever think it was Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka at, the, at time, the time to go visit my brother and his family. For like a couple weeks and the cousins. And, you know, we could have spent that money on something like that. We could have done something for our family with that. And them all kind of getting that, that that was a lot of money Yeah, to have spent on something that, yeah, was. What? And Penny was there? Yeah. What was her involvement in all this or her take on it? She kind of was like <laughs> tuned out oh, to well, most of it. She would have been it. super young. Six? She was little. And then she was like. Mm -hmm what? When I said that, that we could have gone to see him for that much money. That's when she like, <laughs> that's when she's in. like, wait a minute, what's been going on here? <laughs> yeah. That's keeping me from seeing cousin Liza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But I remember it was a fun dinner and, yeah. you know, we had a good time and it was good to did, be done. To have that settled, to have that weight lifted. What did Penny know about all of this leading up to this? She knew. To the dinner, like prior to that. She just knew that there was stuff going on. I don't think she really even knew what. But she knew that there was a lot going on between Matt and Anne. And therefore, there were hard things going on with Hank and Sarah. And but I don't know how in detail like, I got with her. I don't think I told her a whole lot of detail. Yeah, this is another thing that's going to blow her mind when she listens to all this one day. Yeah. <laughs> just getting all the details. All the details. That she had no idea. As much details know. as we're sharing. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, then a whole she'll lot more come with, she knows, I'm she'll sure. come right. with more questions, I'm sure. There was one more thing I was pulling up. <laughs> Jessica just looked at her phone and Matt imitated her. <laughs> <laughs> of what she, she does to us if we're not doing the right thing. And she doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is now Steve and I picking on Jessica. You know what's funny, though, is you're picking on me for something you guys ask me to do. <laughs> and that's to have a timeline and an idea of where the episode oh, is going. I well, like, I, to, we didn't know you were picking up your phone to look at the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's we just—I okay. just picked up on your train of thought. Here's, totally here's, just went away. Here's the funny thing about um, having a relationship with your ex-husband and your husband is they both know you really well, 
And so they know how to mess with you in like just <laughs> really the right well. ways. It's so funny. Mm. And I do think it's funny. Like I, <laughs> occasionally you push it too far, but not very often. I don't remember a time when I thought you jerks because you know me well. So you know when to stop. <laughs> I worry that we do sometimes, uh, particularly yeah. about stuff like this, that yeah. you're putting in so much effort to make all of this yeah. go smoothly. And I don't worry too much. <laughs> I usually tell you <laughs> if you've pushed it too far. Or just uses the middle finger. Uh, yeah, that's when you know you're on the verge of pushing it too far. Yeah. I do also think it's funny we've started swearing more in the last few episodes. We have? <laughs> yes, we've been pretty good about not swearing. And then like the last three or four episodes, we've started swearing more. <laughs> not a ton, just a few. The one thing that I also remember after this is the day after all of this was finalized, I had not seen Anne this whole time. And maybe from a distance, like when I was in the car. But other than that, I I hadn't seen her. The very next day, I went to the gym to work out. I'm in a good mood. Why would you do that? Why would I go to the gym to work out? Just kidding. (laughs) And I'm going to head into the room where the class is. And there she is, standing right there. And it totally threw me off. Like I stood there in shock. And then she acts like nothing happened. Oh, hey, how's it going? And I was like, good, I'm fine. And just like not knowing what to say, I was nice. I was fine. And I was like, okay, I got to go by and turned and went into the bathroom and started bawling. Like I remember I just started crying and like I checked my heart rate on my watch and it had just shot up. And I was like, okay, obviously there's still a lot of emotion behind this and some things. Still? That- <laughs> like, yeah. Still. The day after. The day after everything was done. <laughs> and honestly, to this day, there's it's gotten less and less of that reaction, but there's still this like nervousness or... I don't know what the right word is, but anxiousness that comes because I don't I don't know what to expect. But she's never mean to me to my face. Like, I don't want to make it sound that way. She's always very nice and pleasant. Yeah, but you know, the yeah, you know, the repercussions of what might be said or what might be taken against me. It's really shocking to me how running into her somewhere. She it does seem like everything's fine. Yep. Doesn't miss a beat. And for better or worse, I mean, I suppose there's there's. Yeah. That's a I good mean, thing, if the I kids suppose. are there, that's good. Like, I don't want to be mean or anything. Or awkward, yeah. Yeah. But I, I couldn't but it's do always, it. Yeah. If we were going through that, I could not no. run into you and act like things are normal or like. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting, though, that I had not seen her. And then that next day, I couldn't believe it. It's like, are you kidding me? This is so random yeah. that today I run into her. And that's it, you guys. The major drama of that incident was over. So that was the end of this whole court case. Settled, done. done. And I'm happy to say we have not been back to court since. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I literally did it. (laughs) I do have a live lesson tomorrow night, Thursday night. How are those going? So good. My last one was awesome. I really enjoy them. And when I say so good, I mean, it's not like I have huge swarms of people coming, but I'm able to make connections and help people. And it really, I love doing it. I've seen the comments that come in from yeah. some of them. People seem to really yeah. enjoy your message. I feel like it's just a gift that I can give. And so I love doing those. So if you're interested, it's tomorrow night, 
Thursday night, I should say. And basically, I ha- I'm doing them almost every Thursday night. So if you're interested, go check out the link in our bio or go to our Instagram bio and you can find it there. And by link in, the my- in our bio, I mean link in the show notes because this is a podcast. There's a bio, but there's not a link there. All right. Confusing. I'm, yeah, <laughs> too many things, <laughs> too many platforms, too many things. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say? Nope. No? I don't think so. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Here at Husband in Law and the Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they're appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store. Just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we're going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.